2: the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah the money.
0: yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and Polly howard on vsin
3: yes here we go follow the money humans in for mitch moss Polly, with you big show coming up jvt to talk nba we're getting close to the deadline good card tonight from 50 to 1 to the co-favorite to win the mvp we got a lot going on in the association. Also, we're about a month away from punching our first tickets to the big dance. So we'll do the card tonight in college hoops with humans, contender or pretender. Got some good games coming up. Also, his golf picks, Hall of Famer Anthony Munoz later on the show as the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Incredible story. And Peter King, NBC Sports Football Morning in America. The two collapses from Sunday preview the Super Bowl. Brady, when's he going to retire? What's going to happen? and uh, the news on Harbaugh, all that coming up. How you doing?
2: Great, man. Good to see you again. You too. And uh great lineup on today's show. JBT Munoz, King. It is. It is strong. It it's, is strong. How lots su- to talk about
3: today. How surprised were you with what happened on Sunday with the collapses?
2: Well, stunned like most people. You don't expect to see the Chiefs give up 24 consecutive points on their home field. But I did bet the Bengals in the game – and I will say, like most people, before the half, when the Chiefs screwed up inside the yep. five yard line, I had a feeling the momentum in the game was gonna turn, and I started to lie bet the Bengals more in the second half. You just you've seen, Paul, you've seen thousands of games, and when when a team uh, botches a situation right like that like that, let's say right before the half, like Kansas City did, it comes back to haunt that team more often than not. And I've said this a lot of times. This is one thing I don't like about the Chiefs. And they got hot and they won 10 out of 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Andy Reid, a lot of times, we've seen it in the playoffs over the years, he falls asleep at the wheel and makes poor game management decisions. Yep. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is reckless with the football. And I think Sunday's game was kind of a snapshot of the first half of the Chiefs' season. Don't forget, that team was 3-4 and four at the end of October. They were 3-4 and four for a reason, because Mahomes was turning the ball over too much. And... Um, you know, while we talk about the Chiefs' collapse, we also have to give the Bengals a lot of credit because it would have been easy to uh, go down twenty-eight to three in that game and it's all over and say, "Well, we'll come back next year." That's true. Yeah, D- down eighteen, mm-hmm. and then the
3: the dump off to P which was I thought they were going to get run out, and then the sequence there before halftime. You're right. Uh, <clears throat> you know, this was interesting that after he beat the 49ers and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, down the street the Westgate put up a prop to coincide with the contract extension, how many Super Bowls would Mahomes win? And it was one and a half. And you thought, oh, my God, it's stealing money. He's not going to win two Super Bowls. But, again, Brady and Belichick have ruined it for everybody. And you just see how hard <laughs> it is when you look at the Packers and right. Rodgers and thir- 13 wins three years in a row, and they can't even get to the damn game. And now you would say, I mean, this is <laughs> – the last four years, I know Brian Mahoney compared him to the Oakland A's, those great Oakland A's teams. Sure. Think, I mean, this is something here. But Now it's going to get difficult. Because his contract kicks in, and now you see how well Allen's playing and how loaded the AFC is, and you got to worry about Burrow now, who's only in his second yeah, year.
2: and all these other teams are going to be getting better, and the Chiefs necessarily are not going to be getting better. Uh, because like you said, the contract for Mahomes kicks in. It's going to be harder to uh, keep that roster intact, keep your best players. Yeah. And uh, the Chiefs are going to regress a little bit. If you think about the history of the NFL, not many quarterbacks have won more than two Super Bowls. Just think about the guys who have retired In recent years, Uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, uh, Drew Brees got one. Ben Roethlisberger got two. Uh, So I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes never wins another Super Bowl. I think he'll probably win one more at some point. But in terms of uh, him piling up Super Bowl championships, it looks like it's just not going to happen. They've squandered some opportunities here. They have four straight AFC championship games, and you have one Super Bowl to show for it. Now the monster contract kicks in. It's going to get tough for the Chiefs.
3: Yep, and you you lose two of those at home in overtime. Mahomes was asked about the last four years after the loss on Sunday. Here's what he had to say.
2: Yeah, you're definitely disappointed. I mean, when you're this close and you're in the the final four games, uh, you want to win the Super Bowl. And we've had two years in a row where we've lost an AFC Championship, or actually three, four years really. We 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 lost AFC Championship, game, won the Super Bowl, lost AFC. I mean, lost Super Bowl, then lost AFC Championship, and so. I mean, a few plays here and there, you could have four chances at the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's definitely disappointing, but you have to learn from it. I mean, you can't let this end what we have here. You have to make sure that you continue to battle, continue to get better, uh, and try to find ways to win Super Bowls at the end of the day.
3: Well, the what-if scenario is wild. I mean, he's right, a play here, a play there. Maybe yeah. they have multiple rings. I'll ask what, hey, you,
2: you, what? You say the same thing about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and sure. they're stuck on one.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, i tell you what, what yeah. if they didn't come back and beat the 49ers? They are down ten points with seven minutes left in the Super Bowl,
2: and he threw what? he threw up that ball to Tyreek Hill for like a fifty yard completion, huh? and that turned the entire game around. You're right, and he had two interceptions in
3: that game. Right, so imagine you like you know you become like the Buffalo Bills <laughs> if you go four in a row. <laughs> uh, I, you uh. know earlier I thought you said what put you over the top with the Bengals was the uh, Mahomes on the cover of Point Spread Weekly. Yeah, I mean uh. the Jinx strikes again. This is something.
2: Well, we went four years without a cover jinx <laughs> on point spread weekly, the VSN Digital Magazine. So four years was a pretty good run. But over the last few months, whoever's been on the cover has not covered uh, the spread the next week. I think it's what two and fifteen, something like that. I think that. it's seventeen now. Is it Carr? Is it that bad? Well, or,
3: or two seven. I think it's two and seventeen straight up. Carr okay. was on the cover, then Allen, then Mahomes. Bryce Young was on the cover before the national title game. Right uh, before the semifinal, Harbaugh was on the cover. And as you said last time you were in the NBA preview magazine, the
2: Lakers were on the cover. I, that was <laughs> bad time for the Lakers. That kicked it off. Yes. That kicked off the cover, Jinx. Put Stafford on the and cover. I, I, Stafford. Huh? <laughs> i lobby for Stafford yeah. this week. I have to take the blame for some of those, uh, but I'm not taking the blame for all of them because so, sometimes I suggested a different cover uh, than we ended up with. But last week, when Mahomes was on the cover, I was leaning Bengals anyway, and that, that convinced me. That pushed me over the edge to bet the Bengals. Um, but all jokes aside, mm. uh, I thought that Cincinnati, for a young team, showed an incredible amount of resiliency, down 21-3 to to make that stand right before the half, and the Chiefs just uh, got nobody to blame but themselves for uh, self-inflicted wounds, and again uh, careless play. Yep. And the uh, Patrick Mahomes, you, you got to take the bad with the good sometimes. There's a lot of good with Patrick Mahomes, but, man, he's made a lot of mistakes this season. It was a sloppy year, and um, he's going to have to come back better next year.
3: Well said. And the fact that uh, you're not going to get opportunities like this every no, year. Right? Maybe they pissed away these last four years. You, you talked
2: about the Oakland A's. Not. What about the Atlanta Braves? You know another one, right? The Braves should have won more World Series. You, they only you got talk- one, yeah. The Packers got two Super yeah. Bowls in the last 30 years with Favre and Rodgers. It's no given uh-huh. you're going to keep getting back. And winning,
3: you had that meltdown and collapse to start the day, and then we finish it with the NFC title game. The Rams had been one and twenty-three, down ten plus points in the second half. And the last three seasons in the playoffs, teams were twenty-three and zero when leading by ten plus points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Not named San Francisco. Teams are twenty-three and zero. San Francisco is three and two now with the Super Bowl collapse, and then what happened on Sunday. And I think Shanahan's an excellent coach, but he I, again he went conservative. And I, I, you know, yesterday in all the chaos on the show, I wondered aloud about maybe it had something to do with what happened when he was in Atlanta because he was aggressive. When, he, when people said you should have been aggressive, you were in field goal range, and then you were there was a holding call, and then Matt Ryan was sacked, and then before that Ryan was sacked and fumbled. Mm-hmm. So people, maybe that's why he's conservative. But you have to point this out now that the they were outscored thirteen to nothing in the fourth quarter Sunday. They were outscored twenty-seven nothing in the fourth quarter, and actually the last seven minutes of the Super Bowl against Kansas City. They were outscored nineteen to nothing against the Patriots. How that closed out, and not, so it's fifty-three to nothing going back
2: Super Bowl wow. with Atlanta, Super Bowl against Kansas City, and then what happened yesterday? And we're talking about a guy who's regarded as an elite coach. Sure, Kyle Shanahan. You know what you said. Here, here's the thing: if you're going to be aggressive as the Falcons' offensive coordinator and it backfires in the Super Bowl, you can't change who you are. You got to keep being aggressive. Uh, and it's kind of like a sports bettor who's who's playing a lot of underdogs and the dogs aren't coming in. So well, now I'm going to start betting favorites. You can't do that. You got to stick uh, with who you are. And that's an underdog player. You can't flip midstream. Kyle Shanahan's got to be more aggressive. Mitch Moss, yep. who's only out for one day, he's going to be back tomorrow. He had a tweet Sunday night. I thought they kind of summed it up pretty well, talking about with eleven minutes to go, second and one, up 17-14. The Niners had control of that game. They did. And, and that's where Shanahan lost control. Those second and third down calls. And then you have to go for it on fourth down. You can't punt and plus territory. And uh he he mm-hmm. got conservative. Yes. And it cost him. Right. And then Tart.
3: I just I I don't know how you dropped
2: that ball. Yeah, it was not always Tart drops the ball, you got a personal foul penalty. On third down, you let uh, Cooper Cup catch that slant. You got to double Cooper Cup. You got you got to know that that's where Stafford's going to go. The, the Niners made a bunch of mistakes there. Absolutely.
3: I mean that, that again. You have to go for it, and then after the tar drop, you hit Beckham, and then with the the Ward penalty as well. But this is staggering. Thirteen nothing. Twenty one nothing. I think I said seventeen. Nineteen nothing uh, against the Patriots. Fifty three nothing. These epic collapses now on Shanahan's that's watch. Staggering. I mean, this is. So these are legacy games. I mean, it changes everything. Sure. Should have beat the 49 or Should have beat Kansas City, rather. You fall apart in that game. You should have won Sunday. And we know what happened uh, blowing that lead
2: against the Patriots as well. I oh. can't believe that. 53 to nothing. <laughs> that is, that's a stunning number. Like you said, going back to that Super Bowl against the Chiefs, the Niners mm-hmm. should have won that game. And that was, again, that was Jimmy G. Who uh, couldn't make a throw at the end, but it was not all on Jimmy G. By the way, I think yeah. I know where he's headed. Yeah, I want to hear that.
3: That's coming okay. up. Yeah, we'll hear from Tom Brady. We'll get an update from Peter King about what he's going to things is going to happen. But Brady on the retirement rumors, and Humans has an interesting thought on what's going to happen with Jimmy G. The first hour of Fall the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers. Props are out, baby. We'll get to him coming up. Super Bowl props and more on the line, and what's going on with the Super Bowl? Your hometown sports book, Bet Rivers. Check out their daily specials. At betrivers.com. Win some, lose some up next. 15 in a row. 15 in a row, and it took 47 seconds. You don't pay the juice when you win. We'll get to that and recap everything what happened last night uh, in the betting odds with win some, lose some, a great dog video, and what Matt thinks about Garoppolo coming up straight ahead for all the money. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at
0: BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough
1: one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some,
3: Lose Some. All right, recap against some of the uh, crazy props that cashed on Sunday. Cooper Cup first and last touchdown, 35 1. Cup first Rams touchdown. Debo Samuel, 49ers first touchdown, twelve to one. Half time, full time at Bet Rivers. 49ers first half, Rams full time. That was seven to one. Half time, full time. Chiefs first half and then tie, thirty one to one. What happened there? And then overtime was fourteen to one. In a same game parlay hit at Caesars for forty eight thousand dollars. This wasn't that difficult. I mean it with Garoppolo and Stafford both to throw interceptions. Garoppolo right with like a minute left. Kittle, Cup, and Samuel all with touchdowns. Yeah. And that catch. In hindsight, works pretty easy, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. Right. Just like last night with the Devils. Now Mitch Mitch was concerned about the juice. He says we're getting carried away with this now. I said, Mitch, it might take forty-five seconds. Well, forty-seven seconds.
2: Forty seven. You're off by seconds. two seconds. Yes. Yes. Forty seven
3: nice. seconds. The devils now go on the first 10, <laughs> 15 in a row, and seventeen of the last eighteen. Good they, they do it good again good tonight. Tall. Same matchup now against Toronto and at, at Bet Rivers, it's a dollar, what did I write down? The dollar ninety. Dollar ninety five. It opened one fifty yesterday at Mm DraftKings. You got to move on these. You got to move because now school's out on this. It's like the first period overs a couple of years ago. DraftKings opened one fifty, goal in the first ten, and now it's one ninety five at Rivers. But they opened this the night before. You got to move on this stuff. I mean, this is crazy what's going on. 15 in a row going the first 10 with the Ducks. Have you been betting those? It's Absolutely. Yes. I mean, how many of the, as well. how many uh, the uh, 17? I got, I got in about the, the 9-10 streak. Yeah? 8-9, okay. yeah. That's and uh, there's a lot of streaks we'll get to later and with the NHL card and some good stuff on the Avalanche. we got a $5 favorite in hockey again. But Chris Otto does a great job. Putting this together at PSU Auto and the Panthers. I mean, that was not, what was that, 4 2 in the first period? There were three goals like in the first two, three minutes of that game. The Florida Panthers' goal in the first 10, 14 and 2 run in the last uh, 16. That's great. Subscribe, be part of the team. Beeson.com, our radio and podcast friends as well. That was at the golf tournament. He was out in San Diego. I mean, he could they could use this guy. Zala Torres could use this guy. Here we go for Birdie. Comes in a little bit off. Dog sees it. I can
2: help you out here. Put that in. That's it, it's in the hole. It's in the hole. Needed Put that. Put him up. Put uh, him up. Give me that. That's great. Needed that on the 72nd <laughs> hole for Will Zalatoris. Oh, uh, what happened? He uh, couldn't go two under. All he had to do was shoot two under. Saturday would have won. He played not to lose. Yeah, he, he did. He, he was, uh, I was. I followed his group almost the entire round on Saturday, and I thought on the back nine that he was going to blow it because. He was too conservative. He was tentative. He was playing not to lose. And you know what happens when you do that. Uh-huh. Yes. Absolutely. We just talked about Kyle Shanahan, right? Sure. Very good. How about another
3: dog video? He's hanging out in the fountain. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. He's just hanging out in the fountain. I don't blame him. Looks comfy. He's set. The owner's like, come on. He can't stay here. What do you do? He jumps into the fountain, and the kid's not moving. That is fantastic. Uh, good night for the players. A lot of bad for the books. Pelicans from 8.5 down to 4.5. They almost won the game. Cavs had to rally late, and they won by three. Pacers, Clippers over, 217 up to 223. That was 122 to 116. There we go. Celtics from three up to 6.5. The Heat said everybody. Celtics took them out in a body bag. Routed Miami. That's uh, I wish they all were like that. Warriors Rockets under 236 down to 231, fell 230. Raptors plus two went off the favorite. No Trey Young, they won outright. Maple Leafs 320 up to 350. They beat the Devils. The Panthers 260 up to $3. They beat Columbus in that wild game, as I mentioned earlier, eight to four. Lose some. The Grizzlies plus three and a half went off a three and a half point favorite. No MB. What happened there? Well, Maxie went off and uh, and Harris and the Sixers won 122 to one. guys stepped
2: up for the Sixers well, you know John ja Morant had a chance to win that game at the end of regulation and yeah. missed a free throw.
3: Like Colorado State against Wyoming. Same
2: deal Another last one. night with uh, big body David Roddy he missed a free throw that would have given Colorado State yeah. to win with uh, 1 second to go.
3: Also something interesting from that 76er game. Yeah. Uh this was this was all over social media. They do this thing at uh during the breaks about we get with the blackjack, so they're oh, doing they're shit. doing blackjack during this the game. I mean, the really is. So they're giving away prizes, and he can win. I mean, you see this from time to time, but they're they're playing blackjack, and the fan comes out, and you got the MC here about okay, what do you want to do? And you start off with a thirteen. All right, That's how you want to handle this? The dealer is showing a seven, and you have thirteen. All right, he says hit. So he, he gets, yeah. Gotta hit. Gotta, gotta hit. hit. Right, absolutely. So he, he takes this, he takes the card. Hit me. Four. 17. What seven. do you want to do? He doesn't stay. 17 against the seven. Dealer showing a seven. Now, what's he win here? I don't or, know. Or what
2: the, potentially, could he win uh, a new uh, car? Well, what's at stake? That I don't know. Okay.
3: But he hits Wow, on the, he hits again 20. How about uh, that? How
2: lucky is that? Now,
3: the guy, the guy with the mic, the MC, goes, what do you want to do now? What do you want to do? Well, I mean, this is, he goes, hit me again. He hits on a 20. The dealer's showing a seven. He says, hit me on a 20. You You're know, kidding, like, right? <laughs> and there's the face guard. And the crowd's like, what? What are you doing? The crowd erupts after he gets the hit and gets uh, the, the on 17 and gets the three. Ridiculous. I mean, that's the worst blackjack player of all time. And then this is – what a vicious beat this
2: is. That, that is probably the worst blackjack play I've ever seen. Hit on a 20? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, look, Look at this. That is a – Blackjack dealer at the Flamingo oh, got yeah. the twenty with five aces. The last card, by the way, was oh. a five.
3: Oh my god! That's how
2: that happened. That's, That's a how fa- that. yeah.
3: What do we got? Ace, face card, ace, 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 five, and the player had nineteen. Cool. He loses. As the dealer gets a 20 with five aces. That's all my aching and ass. And a one one bad beat in hockey. How about the devils on the puck line? Plus a goal and a half. Even money. They led four two in the third period. They lost six-four, and Toronto scored with the empty net with twenty seconds left. Come on. Right back at it today. Let's go. Sixteen in a row, goal in the first ten with the Devils. Win some lose, some presented by Bet your hometown book. Login. You get a twenty percent live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more at betrivers.com. What's
2: your Garoppolo theory? Jimmy G's done in San Francisco. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone. Uh, If you're going to trade up to draft Trey Lance, I think it's the same thing the Packers have to do now with Jordan Love. You traded up in the first round to draft this guy, you got to be willing to move forward into the future uh, with that quarterback you took in the first round. I believe that Tom Brady is going to retire. These sources... Where there's smoke, there's fire. Obviously, yeah. Brady wants to control the message. He he didn't want to upstage uh, the conference championship games. He wants to make the announcement on his schedule, on his terms. Uh, but I, I think Bruce Arians, who said he's coming back for at least one more year, has still feels like he's still got a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. Whether or not everyone else believes that, who knows. But I think the Bucs still got a team that can win the NFC South. Uh, sure, bigger, bad division. Yeah, they got a team that can compete in the NFC. But Arians is going to want to do it with a veteran quarterback. And obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo's got the Patriots connection. I think Tom Brady would recommend him. Uh, Arians wants a veteran quarterback who can step right in and win. Garoppolo's had his team Interesting. in the NFC Championship game. I think Jimmy G goes to Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, I think that's the next move. Here's
3: Brady yesterday on his Let's Go podcast about all the rumors. So were you surprised when these reports
0: came out, when you haven't? made a decision that seemingly others say you have? There's always a good line that, you know, I'm responsible for what I say and do and, um, and not responsible for what others say or do. So again, I think one thing I've learned about sports is, you, you know, you control what you can control and you know, what you can't, you leave to others. So, you know, everyone I know is we're in such an era of, you know, information and, and, you know, people want to be, um, you know, in front of the news often. And I totally understand that and understand that's the environment we're in. Um, but I think for me, I'm just literally, it's day to day with me. I'm just trying to do the best I can every day and, you know, make, uh, evaluate things as they come and, you know, trying to make a great decision for me and my family.
3: Peter King reporting. It's a matter of time before he officially retires.
2: Well, he's also partly responsible for the leak. If you tell somebody, hey, I'm probably going to retire, people have loose lips. That's going to spread. You have to keep that to yourself if that's your plan. I I think what's going to happen here is uh, Brady's going to be respectful to the teams in the Super Bowl, and sometime after the Super Bowl, he's going to hold a press conference to announce his retirement.
3: Matt asked one bookmaker uh-huh. what the bu- Buccaneers' future would be if Brady retires. So you won't believe that number, and uh, what Raider players are saying about McDaniel's. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers as you covered. They've launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington D.C.
2: Subscribe to your local CityCast. Hey, wherever you get your podcast. By the way, Mitch just texted: Get Jim Gray off the show. <laughs> That weasel, that <laughs> weasel.
3: weasel, Mitch Moss. Super Bowl props also next on Follow the Money. Follow the Money on v
2: the sports betting network.
3: v is the best place to get all the betting insights for the big game. And right now you can sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trend strategies, props, and tips from the experts. vcin.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Get up there. we got props already. Bet Rivers doing a good job with getting a lot of these out. Uh, There is one three-and-a-half in town here. Rams minus three-and-a-half, minus 120. Uh, The fours are gone for the most part in Las Vegas. It's now four-and-a-half. Bet Rivers is dealing four and 48-and-a-half. What do you think this goes off at?
2: Four or four-and-a-half. <clears throat> I think the total will close at 50. And, okay. Um, when you get the betting public to pour into Vegas next weekend, as Johnny Avello said yesterday, nobody wants to bet under in the Super Bowl. Right. It's talking about the yeah. betting public. Uh-huh. And I heard uh, Jason Weingarten on Sin yesterday, and he said he's an under player. He, he loves to bet unders. He thinks this is going to be a track meet. He's looking to bet over. If a guy like that's thinking yeah. over... Majority of the betting yeah. public is going to think over, and I think this total goes back up to about fifty.
3: Okay, uh, props up already, but uh, You have Usama. Hopefully, can return. MCL sprain. Uh, Higby doesn't look good. Sprained MCL. The Rams could be without him. There's an injury update. Cooper Cup is two dollars to score a touchdown. Mm. Bet two hundred to win a hundred. He's minus two dollars to score a touchdown. Oh
2: my yeah. God. Can't weigh that price. Ah, uh, I could bet Cooper Cup to be MVP. Yeah, sure. If I get a good price. Sure. Um, Stafford
3: is 280 and a half. Burrow's 276 and a half. Cup receiving yards is 104 and a half. And eight and a half receptions. Oh, my
2: God. How high that is. You know what? You look at these numbers right here. And this is where a lot of guys... Who uh, professionals who bet the props are looking for differences in these numbers, and I've already seen uh-huh. a difference of about 20 passing yards in the two quarterbacks' props at different, You're different kidding. books. No.
3: Okay, yeah. awesome. What's your game plan, by the way? So now the Westgate does an excellent job. Yeah. Uh, we get the squares today here at Circa. The Westgate comes out with all their props and pages and pages and all, on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Chris Andrews and the guys in v- uh, Vinny Meatballs, Came out with some stuff yesterday at the South Point. Uh, William Hill slash Caesars uh, usually gets them out Thursday afternoon uh, as well. So you, you're right about get ready to go and and all the differences that you can find on these.
2: Yeah, I got the South Point sheet here from yesterday. It's just basic uh, stuff with some point spread props, alternate, uh, alternate lines, and uh, will there be a safety, will there be a successful two-point version, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Uh, they, the South Point has not put up player props, but you know what's interesting about the Super Bowl market and how things have changed in the past couple of years? So many books are trying to be first up with props. It used to be the Westgate Superbook kind of had um, kind of had Thursday night reserved for a prop unveiling, and everybody right. ca- congregated at the Westgate, and that's when the first props went up. Sunday night, we were starting to see a lot of props up on different sites, like DraftKings, and uh, I think Beth Rivers has probably got several props up Already. Paul, it's it's Tuesday morning and you can already find hundreds of Super Bowl props. That was not the case in the past, and that's one of the positive things for the betters. You have a much more competitive marketplace. 64 mm-hmm.
3: Mixon's sixty-four and a half. Acres is sixty and a half. And uh, those are some of the props that uh Bet Rivers already put up with uh anytime touchdown, first touchdown, the quarterback numbers receiving and rushing as well. And then uh, there you see the acres and the Mixon. Uh, so uh, you talked to a, a bookmaker down the street. And what does he make the Buccaneers if Brady retires? And it's and assuming that they don't go out and make a big trade for a big name, what would he adjust the odds to with the future market?
2: Yeah, there was one odds maker who said uh, he was thinking about the Buccaneers at 100-1, to 1, which I think is uh, an overreaction. And he's a sharp guy. Wow. You know, I'm not going to disagree with him on too many points. And if Brady retires, you would think, well, the Bucks are done.
3: Maybe. If but it's if, Blaine Gabbert, they are. Yeah, but I, Ga- I don't think there's any reason. They're not going to go into the season with Blaine Gabbert.
2: I don't think Bruce Arians wants to go into the season with Blaine Gabbert. I don't think that's going to happen. That's why I think Jimmy G makes a lot of sense for the Buccaneers. And if, if Jimmy G replaces Brady, uh, what do you make the odds on the Bucks? 35-1? to 1? I, I certainly would not make it 100-1. to 1. The Bucs could still be the best team in the NFC South.
3: Oh, it's a bad division.
2: With Jimmy G, yeah. no matter what you think of him, he's still a veteran quarterback who just played in the NFC championship game. And let see who
3: comes back, but they're, they're, certainly the pieces are there. If you get a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, That's but- the thing about Garoppolo. I know everyone's killing him, and rightfully so, how bad he was Sunday, and it was just – Mitch is right. His throw, he was all over the place with
2: his throws. He you missed know, his at, kittle early. The guy,
3: the guy also was playing hard. He yeah. had the
2: shoulder injury and the thumb injury. He had the thumb and the shoulder. Nobody talked about that the last two weeks. Yeah. It was talked about all week leading up to the Packers yeah. game. Yep. Not talked about it all last week. And also, yeah, he missed some wide open throws. Uh he was also under intense pressure from the from the Rams' defensive front there. The Niners offensive line was not doing a good job uh towards the end of that game. So yeah, Jimmy G did not play well. I'm not going to put it all on him. By the way, this is inexcusable. Debo Samuel did not touch the yep. ball in the last 12 minutes of the game. Good point. How is that
3: possible? Another bad job by Shanahan. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, that, Your most dynamic offensive player does not touch the ball in the last 12 minutes of the game.
3: Yep. You know, where is the creativity and the imagination, too? The O.C. or the McDaniel kid, he's up for some of these jobs. I mean, that come on. Second and one, third and one, fourth and two, you punt. Have you Come on. Seen, have and then you, they couldn't they
2: couldn't run the ball after what they did in the
3: Monday night
2: game. Have you seen the McDaniel kid in interviews, the Niners' offensive yeah. coordinator? Yeah. He doesn't look like he can inspire no a, a cat to chase a mouse. <laughs> no, I know. I can't. Uh? Right. You're not running through a wall for that guy. No. No, I I, I can't see that guy in a locker room getting guys fired up for the game, being a leader of men. He looks like a play caller. That's it. I'm not hiring that guy as a head coach.
3: I'm with you on that one.
2: Uh, The Athletic
3: reporting Raiders players were disappointed to hear the news that they hired Josh McDaniels as the head coach. Carr, Jacobs, Crosby, love Basaccia, the leadership, and uh, Carr wanted him to get the job. They go with McDaniels. McDaniels said at the press conference, I failed in Denver because I didn't know how to work with people. Mm -hmm. How do you think McDaniels will do? And what do you think of the hire?
2: Well, it's a big part of being successful. You have to you have to be learn how to deal with people and get them to to want to play for you or want to work for you, no matter uh, what profession you're in. Uh, and I think Josh McDaniels failed miserably on, on the people person aspect of the job in Denver. He'll be a lot better with that this time around. I actually have kind of warmed up to the hire a little bit. Initially, I was not crazy about Josh McDaniels to the Raiders, but. Also, you you bring in the personnel guy from the Patriots yeah. package deal, yeah, yeah. I think it could work because let's face it, the uh, the Mike Mayock John Gruden combo was not knocking the ball out of the park the last few years. And uh, they they whiffed big time on some draft picks. I think McDaniel's. When you look at the Raiders' offensive personnel, you got a lot to work with there. You really do. Sure. And uh, with Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs and uh, Hunter Renfro, so many weapons. I think McDaniels could make that thing work. That's part of what we're talking about. The Chargers and Justin Herbert, they're going to be getting better, you would assume. The Raiders with Josh McDaniels have a chance to get better. The Broncos, let's say Aaron Rodgers comes in. Broncos got a pretty good defense. The Chiefs are not going to run roughshod over this division yes. like they have the past four years. Yeah,
3: I mean, you're right. They go back and ain't going to be kicking themselves for the last four years that they only have one. Yeah. Burrow, Allen, how good the West could be. Uh, it's also a rare... Instance where McDaniels inherits a job where the team went to the playoffs. Right. he takes
2: over a playoff team. I think that's why he took the job. He said, hey, I I got a chance to take over a 10-win team with a veteran quarterback that I I, assume he likes Derek Carr enough to keep him around. It's a a job where you can step in and win. You don't want to take the Jaguars' job. Right. Right? You're not going to take that. You don't want the Texans' job or uh, things like that. The Lions' job. Uh, which Matt Patricia failed in, but there, you can win in the Raiders' job. Even though I think over the next few years the NFC, or excuse me, the AFC West could be the best division in football.
3: Bet Rivers Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same-game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playable in New Jersey as play Sugarhouse Void where prohibited. I mean, this is going to be a great offseason. I mean, between the Rodgers news, Brady expected to retire. What happens to Rodgers? What happens to Wilson? Mm-hmm. What happens to Watson? What do the Steelers do with quarterback? I mean, what happens in the draft? Other other moves? I, mean, does, where is, I, I, I still think a guy like Mariota deserves a shot and can play. I mean, put Mariota sure. on. I said this last week yeah. with Mitch. Put Mariota on the Panthers last year. That could be a playoff team. But the, the offseason is going to be fantastic in the NFL. And, again, you just saw a team that had the same odds. They're playing for the Super Bowl. Same odds as Jacksonville, the
2: Bengals. I know. I mean, it's, it's nuts. Well, the Bengals won two games two years ago and four games last year. The quickest turnaround from the worst record in the league to the Super Bowl in NFL history. How about this? One book before the season – with the posted exact Super Bowl matchup props. Yeah. I don't know if you guys talked about oh, this. Oh I missed it yesterday. Right. The Bengals Rams matchup was five hundred to one odds. Yeah. And Will Hill,
3: our William Hill had uh had 49ers, Bengals 125. Is that right? Can you believe that? And it, yep, he got robbed there. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what's unbelievable. Auburn's in action tonight, the number one team in the country. They're playing Alabama. A stat on Alabama you won't believe. Straight ahead, rapid fire. The college hoops card next on Visa. Follow the money. the sports buddy. Now. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers, as you cover, they've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. We're getting close to the trade deadline in the NBA, and there's a lot of news and notes and embed. Was 50-1 to last week to win the MVP two weeks ago. And now he's uh, as low as plus 250. We had a lot to dissect and go over. And tonight's card with Jonathan Von Tobel coming up. Tonight's card, College Hoops. We'll do contender and pretender later in the show with Matt Eumanns. How about this game tonight? Number one, Auburn at home against Alabama. This from Paul Stone. Alabama has defeated three of the teams in last season's Final Four. They beat Baylor, Gonzaga, in Houston, mm-hmm. But they've also lost to Iona, Missouri, and Georgia. They've lost twice as a 14-point favorite. The underdog is 13-0-1 in the last 14 Alabama games. What mm-hmm. say you tonight?
2: Well, I hope it's 14-0-1 after tonight. Because I took Bama plus 7 against Auburn in uh, this one. It's a conference revenge situation these teams played. I want to say the first time was... This, uh, January 11th, and uh, it was it was a tight game late. I thought Bama should have won it. They kind of collapsed on a couple possessions and lost to uh, Auburn 81-77. to Bama was a three-point favorite in that game. Tonight, you're catching seven wow. on the road, and I love these conference revenge spots, uh-huh. especially in a big rivalry game like this where Auburn's number one has won 17 games in a row, and uh, you know Bama's going to bring it. You know that. Yep. You're not going to have a letdown like you had against Missouri or Georgia. See, I don't, I don't think the Iona loss is that bad. Rick patino has no, got that right? uh, team playing well. The Missouri loss, the Georgia losses are bad losses. Uh, but Alabama's got three of the best wins, <laughs> well, or, and maybe the best one being Zaga on a neutral, and the tide really ran the Zags off the court in that game. They uh, shot lights out. Yeah. Oh hell. Well,
3: they they play well, – why you have to love tonight is that they play up to the level of the competition that's,
2: and play down. That's why I, mean, I said I think they're going to bring absolutely. It. They're a boom or bust type yeah. of team. you got a couple of guards, Shackleford and uh, Quinterly, who are big-time guards. The one thing that concerns me about this matchup is Alabama really doesn't have great rim defense. They don't have a lot of size and strength on the front line, and Auburn uh, could probably overpower Bama at the rim. But I, I still think it's going to be – one of those situations where Bama is going to bring its uh, best effort tonight.
3: Well, to your point about playing up to the competition, this Jeff Borzello tweet, they're number eight in the country in games against quad 1A opponents, five and one. They're 47 against everyone else, nine and six. That is lunacy. Uh, Absolutely. With some of their bad losses and what they've done against the top teams. That's crazy. And then the the Paul Stone tweet, 13-0-1 ATS in the last 14. How about Kansas and Iowa State?
2: Yeah, I bet against Kansas – On Saturday, Uh, I I was willing to take three and a half with Kentucky. That number was five on Saturday, and um, the Jayhawks were flat at Allen Fieldhouse, and Kentucky uh, ran over those, ran over Bill Self's team. It was 51 31 at the half, Paul. You don't see Kansas trail by 20 points at the half. Iowa State's been a little bit inconsistent, but I love home dogs. I've had a lot of success with uh, home dogs. The last few weeks in college hoops and, and a lot in several of these conference spots like this, uh, I took four and a half with the Cyclones in this one tonight. Hey, the Cyclones on their home court beat Iowa by 20, lost to Baylor by 5, beat Texas Tech, beat Texas by 9. This is one of the toughest home courts in the Big 12. I think uh, Cyclones should be live dogs. And really, if you look at that uh, Kentucky-Kansas game over the weekend, I thought a lot, a lot of the Jayhawks' flaws from the previous couple of weeks I'd noticed This is a team, Kansas trailed by 16 at the half at Kansas State. Was lucky to beat Texas Tech at at Allen Fieldhouse. Mm -hmm. It looked to me like the Jayhawks were kind of living on the edge or playing with fire. I was willing to bet against them with Kentucky. I'm willing to bet against them tonight. I think it's a flawed Kansas team uh, right now, and I don't think it's automatic. A lot of betters think when a team like this gets blown out at home, you're going to have an automatic bounce back. I'm not sure Kansas is going to have the automatic bounce back tonight.
3: You missed a Big Ten. What do you think of Michigan State laying points on the road tonight against Maryland?
2: Mm, I don't think much of that game. It's uh, I, First of all, I don't like to play road favorites, but I mm-hmm. don't like this Maryland team too much. The so last time I was in here with you, I played Maryland as a home dog against Illinois. But oh, that yeah, was great a, information. Yeah, that was an information play on a good number because we knew Kofi Coburn was going to be out for the Illini. In this spot, this is going to be a stay-away game for okay. me.
3: You know what's a big game is uh, the Bonnies at home against Davidson. So the Bonaventure opened a preseason top 25 with a lot of uh, hype and right. expectations. And then they had COVID issues and they, they got run. They lost one game, but like 40, they got run out. Sure. It, right. So they battling these COVID issues and a pause. And Davidson's had a great season. Uh, they might get a, a 10 a ten seed. Uh, they're doing a, a, a good record. What do you think of the Bonnies three and a half at home tonight against Davidson?
2: Uh, did not play that one, but I have a lot of respect for this Davidson team. We're, we're going to talk about Davidson. Yeah. Uh, later in the show and contender or pretender. Uh, I I had high expectations for the Bonnies. I think preseason, I rated St. Bonaventure somewhere in the 30s, uh, nationally. Been a little bit disappointed, uh, by the performance to this point, but it's still a well coached team that, uh, Probably deserves to be a three or three-and-a-half point home favorite tonight, so I did not okay. play that game. All right, All those picks coming up in pocket later in the show and also all the golf as well.
3: Good stuff going on in hockey, and it's a crazy time in the NHL with mm-hmm. this devil thing 15 in a row. Uh, you see a 3 or a $4 favorite every night now. Now, how about what's going on in Colorado? The Colorado Avalanche, last home loss in regulation, October 26th. They've won 18 in a row at home. Mm-hmm. The record is 23. They're 525 against Arizona tonight. 525. So let's go back in a le- just in the last couple weeks alone. They've been a $7 favorite twice, and now they're 525. They were 450 on the road against Arizona when they had that home and home. With the game at home, they were $7. They won. I think that was in a shootout. One of them was overtime. I think that was
2: January 14th yeah, against Arizona. Yeah. Right? Okay, there it is. Right, I think so. Uh,
3: yes, and then they came back the fifteenth, and they were four fifty on the road and spanked them. Right. So they they opened five twenty five here at circa. Look at the January schedule. How was their month? As now we flip the calendar to February. Look what Colorado did in January. <laughs> they lost. They lost one game. Incredible run with all those wins, and the loss was in overtime. And again, when you go back and look, they haven't lost since December fourth to a team not named Nashville. Nashville's clipped them twice. But what a January run for Colorado, and what a run at home. Ten in a row overall, 18 in a row at home, trying to get the record, 23 by the Red Wings. And to think this is astonishing, the last home loss in regulation, October 26th, and that was against Vegas. So 525 against Arizona. And also this has flipped, too where Colorado was playing so many first-period overs, they have now gone under seven straight first periods. Oh, seven in a row, first period under with Colorado. New Jersey, again, they're in action tonight. 15 in a row, goal in the first 10. In 17 of 18, it opened 150 at DraftKings. It's 195 at Bet Rivers. The Wild have played seven straight overs in the first period and nine of 10. The Tampa Bay Lightning, They've played eleven straight overs in the third period and fourteen of fifteen. Going back to the goal in the first ten, yes, Florida a fourteen and two run. And that that, that took what, a minute? Uh, not even last night against Columbus. And it was, I look up, it's two one, two minutes in, eight four final. Columbus is on a twenty and four yes run. Florida fourteen and two yes run. Second period over, Nashville thirteen and two, Montreal seventeen and three. Second period overruns. What's going on with hockey? And Vegas opens 380 here at Circa against the Sabres.
2: Yeah, I think you're going to see a higher price than that out there in some books, too. I think that's going to be Jack Eichel's debut for the Golden Knights, former Sabres uh, top draft pick. What was he, the number two draft pick? By Mc, I think it was, yeah, yeah, but McDavid and then Eichel, yeah. yeah. Eichel, I think, is going to make his uh, Vegas Golden Knights debut tonight.
3: This is not, I mean, this you would rarely see a three dollar favorite in hockey. Oh, it's crazy, You're seeing a four dollar favorite every night. I know. Yeah. And you got another $550 and a and a $380, a five twenty five. Oh, rest assured, that'll be pound, the pound of the avalanche. That'll go up too. What's uh, the
2: biggest dog to actually cash so far? Do you know? We're talking about all Se- these- Uh
3: Seattle plus two eighty last week That's in Pittsburgh, I think it was. I could okay. be wrong. You can help me out on I think it was Seattle plus two eighty. The other night, uh, maybe Montreal uh, upset somebody because they've been big dogs as well. The first hour of fall, the money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Must be 21. Offer not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full details and rules. We got a lot to get to coming up. We we'll do contender pretender. We got in college hoops. We're less about a month away from the first tickets being punched. Hall of Famer Anthony Munoz on the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. Peter King on the Brady News and the Harbaugh Rumors and everything NFL. Up next, the NBA with Jonathan Tobel from VEASAN. We're 10 days away from the trade deadline. What's going to happen with Simmons? What's going to happen with Beal? Do the Lakers make a move? And it's a good card tonight. And we'll also talk futures.